0: Thank you for joining us for DER Weekends. Unlike the Detroit Evening Report during the week where we focus on the news of the day, on the weekend we like to spend some time getting to know the people and places that make Detroit special. Today we have Tia Graham in the house. Hey Tia. Hello Sasha. Welcome, welcome. D.E.R. listeners will be very familiar with you as uh, one of our weekly hosts, but let's get to know Tia a little bit more. Tell us something we don't know.
1: I don't know if people know that I am a graduate of Michigan State University. I don't know. I don't know if people know that. Well, I am a Spartan, graduated in 2014. And uh, so, yeah, Michigan born, bred and educated, I like to say. So I'm like homegrown.
0: Take that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I think you have a very Detroit story for us today. Indeed, I do. So I had the
1: uh, unique opportunity to speak with a Detroit filmmaker who was already an Emmy Award winning filmmaker who's done work with uh, so many different things and so many different aspects of filmmaking. Like I said, he's from the city of Detroit, Tamashian Jones, and uh, he's going to direct a new film about marcus belgrave now marcus belgrave is a jazz legend out of the city of detroit he's helped train so many people like rodney Ritaker and even uh, uh, um, india owens there we go and these are three or four generations of, of jazz individuals who are playing in the city of detroit and around the world i mean india plays for the colbert show and that band when it was going before the writer's strike however um these are detroit talented people that are uh, all educated by marcus belgrave and his story needs to be told and detroiters need to know about this uh, this legend who's kept jazz alive so in this story this conversation that i had kind of goes through a little bit about what he's been doing the work that's happening on uh uh, the tubi network which is pretty big right now and then uh like i said talking about marcus belgrave his legacy and what he meant to the city of detroit as a whole so
0: here we are here we are well let's listen (laughs)
1: For people who don't know and understand what Tubi is, uh, it's a platform that is owned by Fox Corporations, Tubi, of course, but it's mostly and primarily where black directors have gotten their start, they've gotten their 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 push, they've gotten notoriety off of Tubi. So talk about Tubi's influence and in its and its and its and its usage as a platform for black directors and creators. Uh
2: so, so Tubi right now has been um, kind of like They've been paying the most for independent filmmakers mm-hmm. um, because a lot of people go to Tubi because it's, a, it's, a, it's not a, like a subscription base where you have to pay. You just have to watch the advertiser, uh, advertising, just like television, right? And a, a lot of filmmakers, specifically from Detroit, once, once, once we found out that it was a little bit of success there, everyone jumped on it. And uh, mostly all of our films are, are on Tubi. You know, um, it may not start on Tubi. Maybe transactional. May put it on somewhere else where people have to pay for it, and then maybe some subscription. But eventually, it, it ends up on on Tubi. So uh, yeah, I, I would say everyone download Tubi. It's a lot. Of, I mean, it's like fifty one million uh, active users on Tubi. So it's not just a black thing or a exactly. Detroit thing. All kinds of films are on Tubi. Mm-hmm. All the major production studios in in uh, in L A. and New York and all they all have movies on Tubi. You know, so but. A lot of Detroit filmmakers are really making a a mark on on, on Tubi, for sure.
1: And how has that helped you connect with other filmmakers throughout the city? How has that helped connect the Detroit filmmaking community?
2: Well, uh, you know the re- the way i connected with them was mm-hmm. on uh, like on clubhouse when 2020 happened and everybody was not doing anything all of the detroit filmmakers were all on clubhouse at the exact same time and i jumped into a detroit filmmaking room and i met like everybody that was doing things and a lot of them i didn't know about and i'm like all right, i'm, I'm going to watch your movie and then we all stayed in contact together and then when i when i was doing my filmmaking class i invited a lot of them to speak to my students and, um, and and then from there, we, we help out each other on the sets. We let each other borrow gear. I mean, it's, it is a family, and we all have our issues here and there, but you have issues in your own family. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we are a filmmaking family, and we help out each other uh, like, like, like none other.
1: So uh, we're speaking with Emmy Award-winning film director Tamashian Jones. He's talking about the new film that he's going to be doing as the documentary film about Marcus Belgrave. Belgrave. There you go. I almost <laughs> say Garvey every time. And I was like, no, listen, that's wrong. Don't say that.
2: Actually, actually man, you know, Garvey. Uh, so not as you say that, <laughs> one of the things that we found out was that Marcus was named after Marcus Garvey. Really? His See? father was a Garveyite. Well, Absolutely.
1: Makes sense why I kept popping in my head all day. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. when we talk about the legacy there and we talk a little bit about you talked about being a teacher and we talk about, you know, mentoring and different things like that. That is exactly what Marcus Belgrave was. He was a mentor to musicians in the city of Detroit can you if you can just a little bit of what you learned about Belgrave and his legacy here
2: you know, Marcus had such a profound impact on so many people. And, and I can tell just by mentioning his name when we I went to interview some people. Hey, you mind if I interview? And they're like, uh, about what? Was, I'm doing a documentary on Marcus Belgrave. Yes, what do you need? And they just roll out the red carpet because the impact that he had was so great. I'm talking about, like, people allowing us to film at their – their place, or you know, not just the them coming on to be a part of the documentary, but they they just rolling out the red carpet only because he had the heart of a teacher and a nurturer, and he took people from teens like who you know just starting out, and now they are on Steve Colbert show. They're getting Grammy awards. They're uh, on the Tonight Show. I mean, they're they're. I mean, they just start doing phenomenal things. Um, like one, we had one, uh, Kareem Riggins is a uh, resident for the, the Detroit Jazz um, uh, Fest this year, so. you know, I mean, and the list goes on and on. I mean, it's, it's like a plethora amount of uh, people that, that really call Marcus their, their, their teacher.
1: We often uh, talk about Rodney Whitaker and we talk about, you know, so many different people. Rodney, who's already influenced a whole generation himself. And just to see that connection coming from Belgrave to Rodney Whitaker to uh, India Owens is so many different generations of people that have been impacted. But he started out really young too, getting influenced by so many greats, too. He also worked with Stevie Wonder and he worked with some amazing giants. So if you could talk about the legacy there that he had coming from the era of Motown and and, 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 and learning from those
2: people? Actually, it's well before Motown. Well you know, before. he was born in like the 30s, right? <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> when he started talking about like Louis Armstrong and Dizzy Gillespie and uh, he started listening to Miles Davis and he got influenced by that and uh, people like Cecil Payne and um, a few others and he brought all of that Uh, music when he came to Detroit who, you know, he he stayed here because some of the Detroit uh, musicians were really serious about it, and they loved it, and they really dedicated themselves and their lives to this, to this music. And he really wanted to to stay here and really help develop the the, the I want to say film community, <laughs> <laughs> the music uh, community of Detroit. So uh, he brought he brought it, in and he worked with uh, Ray Charles when he was like nineteen. He toured with Ray Charles all over the country, and then he came here, played for Motown, and you know with the Temptations and all these different people. uh, During the Motown area, with um, like Marvin Gaye, and you know, know, like you mentioned Steve Wonder, all all these, all these different groups of people that he played with, and they all loved the way that he played, you know, and the people loved his personality, and um, you just couldn't separate the person from the musician, you know. A lot of people want to. Take their 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 music and and set it aside and say I'm a musician here, but now I'm a regular person here. Yeah. Uh, from the people that we talked to in the interview, they said that it was like inseparable. He was like a, a musician to the core, and um, yeah, yeah, just he loved what he did, you
1: know. You know, I think about how you know I was reading a little bit up on on your you know what you're doing, your direction, and everything that you're trying to 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 focus on in the film. And it was one of the things that you were talking about was the the the. The legacy there is of once again mentorship, but the 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 importance of making sure that you're staying where you are. He didn't leave. He stayed right here. So why is that so important that you're seeing some of the people, legends, not leaving and staying in the city of Detroit?
2: You know, that was that was one of the biggest questions that I had. Because, you know, from the people that we interviewed, I think it was Charles Mingus that mm-hmm. said that if he would have left Detroit, and went to a major market like you know New York or somewhere else that he would be just as famous as like Miles Davis or you know other people all over the world. They know who he is, but he wasn't on that level. So that was Tia Graham.
0: Talking to Tamashian Jones, yes. a filmmaker, yes, um, about about his work and his his new film is he's working
1: on the he's film. He's working on the film as we speak, so we're hoping to get a, a preview or a peek or even a whole film sometime this July or this fall, almost July, this fall when the film festivals start to roll back around for the fall season. So that's what we're hoping to get, some type of sneak peek or even an update on the film and where they are. But I've heard from a few folks already who've been involved in it and they are really excited about it. So,
0: yeah. Well, and it's when you talk about Marcus Belgrave being in the community, I mean, you really could just you could go to a festival and see him in the audience. You could go to lots of events um, where he was performing. And yeah, if you talk to a jazz musician in Detroit, I mean, if there's... A degree of separation between them and Marcus Belgrave, it's probably like one degree, one person, if you know what I mean. And I
1: mean, and probably missing them by two years or something, you know, like it's so close and connected, this ecosystem here with jazz music and the the schooling and the learning and the teaching and the mentors, they're all kind of just flowing through like a stream together, just collecting knowledge from each other and moving on to the next big thing. And a lot of them do come right back home. A lot of them are playing at the car center and playing at the DSO. You know, they're doing so many big things. And um, it all
0: kind of stems from Belgrave not leaving the city of Detroit. Yeah, I think Detroit's a really good jazz city. And I don't think people outside of the city think of us that way. But I think Detroit's a great jazz city. It is. And I think just like,
1: you know, you and I even know growing up in the city of Detroit, I could. I'm assuming both our parents went. Our you know our groups of parents went to jazz shows, free concerts in the in the park, or even the jazz festival every single year. We listened. They listened to oh, WJZZ. Oh yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Ninety eight point seven smooth jazz. So like growing up listening to those things on a constant base, consistently, it's like yeah, it's embedded in who we are as people from the city of Detroit. But I don't know unless you're from like. Atlanta or maybe somewhere else like New Orleans, you would know about Detroit's jazz scene. But not many people do. Yeah, I don't think they do know what we're up to. That's, you know, but that's true. We know. We're used to that. (laughs) Which is so Detroit is to keep all the cool things here. And it's like kind of let the other stuff filter out. Like, yeah, you guys can have that one. We'll keep the cool stuff. Right. It's like always like that. So the cool things are staying here right in the city of Detroit. And um, I just hope that we can start to really shine some of the light on those people and individuals
0: who are doing the work. Absolutely. Well, and talking about individuals doing the work, what else should we know about Tamashian Jones? So Tamashian Jones
1: actually, he put together this really cool uh, documentary film earlier in his career that got uh, the Emmy Award. It was the best documentary for Cody High, a life remodeled project. And I actually happened to grow up not too far from Cody High School. So my siblings went to Cody High School, so it's kind of embedded to know about this story of Cody. And uh, that was really, really cool to see that he had that really deep connection into the city of Detroit's neighborhoods, which you often don't get a really good look at when we're talking in, honestly, in these even spaces. We don't get a really good look at what's happening in the neighborhoods. And this story is one of the best uh, told stories about what's going on in a Detroit high school. So if you are
0: interested, it is on Tubi.
1: (laughs) It's uh, Cody High, a life remodeled project. So go check it out, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool and um sorry did
1: you say he's from Detroit Tomashian is from Detroit which is really good, cool and not only is Tomashian from Detroit he's a graduate of Wayne State University he actually graduated with an engineering degree uh, and uh, he decided you know what I need to do filmmaking so he just kind of Did what he was going to do. He went on and started to produce films, write films, connect with people and and connect with different producers across the city and and honestly across the country and finally figured it out how to put it together. But he already kind of had a mind on how to process things and get things procedurally done. So putting those two things together, creativity with the science background was like easy for him. So he kind of worked at it for 10 years or so, but he really did work at it and he's kind of fulfilling his goals and his dreams, which is really cool.
0: Well, thank you for bringing us this story. I should say, just so, you know, in terms of making sure listeners do know what Tia Graham is up to, this is a story that was taken from Culture Shift, which is our weekday culture program that is just comprehensive. It's expansive. You all do music. You do arts reporting. You do culture in terms of how people are um, experiencing life in the city from Um, work to restaurants to working in restaurants, to you know, all kinds of things. Um, so, you know, this is the, the kind of work um, that you do on Culture Shift. And it's a place where Culture Shift and the Detroit Evening Report kind of intersect with yes. a really
1: Detroit focused story. Yes, that is the goal for uh, me as a person from the city of Detroit to tell stories about the city of Detroit wherever I am
0: dig that. (laughs) Well, thank you Tia Graham for bringing us this story today. You're welcome. And thank you dear listener for tuning in to the Detroit Evening Report weekends where we spend some time with the people and places that make Detroit special. If there is anything or anyone you think we should know about, drop us a line at Detroit Evening Report at WDET.org and we'll see you Monday.